Hey guys, Sean Hayes here. Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and I had a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to sit down with not one, not two, but three presidents of the United States on our recent episode of Smartless. That's because President Biden, a returning guest, brought two of his favorite pals, former Presidents Bill Clinton and Barack Obama, all joined us for unforgettable conversation. It's a historic episode of Smartless as we pry into the minds of these remarkable leaders. We'll cover everything from their time in office, America's responsibilities in the world, and their personal passions in an episode full of some candid stories, insightful perspectives, and a few surprises along the way. Whether you're a political junkie or just curious about the inner workings of the Oval Office, this episode is a must listen. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to hear from three of the most influential figures in recent American history. Follow Smartless on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also listen to Smartless ad free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Save big money on everything for your spring projects at Menards. We have all of your garden and landscaping essentials. Master Garden Premium Garden Soil contains a slow-release fertilizer that feeds gardens for up to nine months. It produces better results and is ready to use for all your gardening needs. Save big on Menards' great selection of garden and landscaping products. Compare brands in-store or online at Menards.com. Save big money at New York City, give it up for Emmy-nominated television host and the creator of Macy's best-selling plus-size clothing line, the Nina Parker Collection. Give it up for Queen Nina Parker! What's good? Oh my goodness, what's up, beautiful people? So y- y'all know The Reed is my favorite, as yours is too. I, the Reed is like the podcast that all the famous people love, that like are fans of them, <laughs> that beg to talk to them. So it's such an honor to be here tonight to just witness this energy. The energy is dope. Y'all, I feel it feels real good. Later on, I'm going to kind of come in and talk to y'all. Y'all know I know how to navigate rowdiness, so... You know, it's not going to be a problem as long as nobody throws shoes like it's loving hip-hop, we good. So I'm just so excited to be here and fill this moment with you guys. You know this is a special 10th anniversary. Y'all know how, you know how many things we've been through with them in 10 years? They family. We've been through everything with them. So that's why we love them so much because we've been through so much. I don't know if y'all know how difficult it is to do any type of production for a year, let alone 10. So that just speaks to the tenacity and the talent of them. So I hope y'all are ready because it's about to be live. It's about to be fun. It's about to be a party. This is just like the family barbecue. I'm here from LA. I'm trying to see what's up after. What y'all doing? All right, you guys, this is the 10th anniversary of the read you enjoy. (laughs) 
please, please. I cannot cry. Oh, man. Oh, I'm so happy. I can tell y'all are ghetto. We're going to have fun. We're going to have a good time. <laughs> get, get the shoes, baby. Get the shoes. Oh, my God. Hello. Hi. Hi, everybody. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining us. It's so good to see you live in person. It's good to be back in your miss. It's been a while. It has been a while. We've Masked up in the front row. I know that's the black fuck okay. I just told Nikki and them, bitch, if I was out there, I would be too. I wish I... Never mind. The point is, we all made it through these last few crazy fucking years. Yeah. And we are so honored to welcome y'all to the 10th anniversary of The Reef. Ten years of this ghetto bullshit. Okay. Ten whole years. At this point, the read is in what, like third grade, fourth grade, fourth grade? Something like that, yeah. We about to enter adolescence. We about to start getting real difficult at home. She talking back at this point. Oh, yeah. Starting to smell like outside and everything. We growing up. And y'all have grown with us. Like, we have never really had to spend money on advertising this show because y'all listened and told your people about it, told your white boyfriends about it so they would buy tickets for you and your homegirls. And we appreciate it. Y'all have, it has grown because of you, the fans, and we are just so, so grateful for y'all. So thank you for taking the time to be with us here tonight. We're gonna have a good time, y'all. We're gonna have big fun. See, white boyfriend, right there. <laughs> Work. Well, welcome, folks. If you did not know, uh, I am Rihanna's doula. And I am Viola Davis's. <laughs> I'm her dialect coach. Y'all know how good I am. And this is the read live. Yes, and welcome back. I'm back in New York, girlies. Where we belong. Where else but New York? Happy to be here for one night only. <laughs> I know that's right. Come on, big baby. Come Listen, on. Listen, be ready to go right back home, for real. Yes, no, I'm happy to see all of your bright faces. Well, the faces I can't see. A lot of people, you know, like I can't. The lights are ever so bright. Oh, wow. There we go. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. I can tell you all have been drinking. <laughs> okay, not yes. too much. And not I too heard much. They played Renaissance for y'all. Thanks for coming. So everybody's having fun. Just remember, you know it's it's our show. Not you. And they didn't pay to see you. Mm -hmm. Just just you just remember. <laughs> Okay, so let's get started with some black excellence, shall we? Let's do it. You are black excellence. Thank you. 
That is... Well, thank you. Mama has on a whole blue fur yes. and sunglasses inside. Very You're good. the excellence. It's a fucking look. Period. Acting up. Y'all gonna period. be a project, I see. <laughs> all right. So, Black Excellence, first of all, thank you all for coming. And thank you to we're sponsored Target. That's right. And State Farm for sponsoring us here tonight at the Beacon Theater. <laughs> I walked up uh, in the little backstage part. They had like pictures of the girlies who've come and, like, I guess, take pictures back there as well. Mm-hmm. You know, some notable faces and then some mid. But, you know, it's like at the same time, I guess we're, I don't know, how you feel? You feel mid or you feel notable? No, I feel notable as Word. fuck. Okay, great. I feel important as fuck. Like, honestly, <laughs> never mind. I'll, we'll get to, you know, throwing the dicks on the table later. But yeah, I'm feeling real good about us right now. <laughs> Black Excellence this week is sponsored by Target's Black Beyond Measure. Black it Beyond is. Measure is Target's always on platform that uplifts and shares black creator and founder stories, showcases black intersectionality and joy, (laughs) and makes it easy to buy black year-round. Black Excellence is about giving shine to black folks doing great things, and Black Beyond Measures doing the same thing. That's right, including working with companies like Domo Inc. Yes, indeed, girl. Tell them about it. Wall art and home decor that celebrates the essence of black art and culture. Started by artist Dominique Brown when she realized that most of the big box stores didn't have no black art and she said, I'm going to change that. Now you can find Domo Inc. in Target stores. Target. Near you. And her portrait of Samuel L. Jackson has even been featured in his home. And you whores can't say that. Did you say Samuel L. Jackson? That's right. The one and only Samuel L. Jackson. So get you some Domo Inc. down at the Target. That's right, bitch. Also in Black Excellence this week, I would like to give honor to a 20-year-old diva and living icon and Philly native. Oh, okay. What Philly niggas will make it known every time. It's like a I what? Know that's right. It's like two-hour drive, hour yep. and a half if you break the law, so I figured y'all would be here. <laughs> But her name is Justina Miles. Oh, yes! Now, if you haven't heard, you maybe be, you maybe you've been busy or under a rock, whatever it is that's been going on, it's fine, it's fair. Justina Miles is an incredible performer, and she uh, took place at the Super Bowl, well, she performed at the Super Bowl uh, doing ASL. American Sign Language. Look at all the niggas. All oh, right. Both. That oh, is now you name. know what I'm talking about. That light skin girl. Look at the TikTok girlies. Oh, yes. She did the ASL at the Rihanna thing. Yes. Killed that shit too, didn't she? Well, first of all, she also performed during my Play Mama Shirley Ralph's uh, uh, performance of Lift Every Voice and Sing. Iconic. And then got her, like, listen, I don't know if Mama took a shot or, like, well, she's 20. Let me be quiet. I don't know if Mama, like, you know what I'm saying, like, just got her energy up, whatever. But, like, her performance of specifically Bitch Better Have My Money, somebody probably owes her a dub. That's what it is. When sis hit the blah, 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 I said, oh, yeah. She is not fucking around. She, she relates. 
so good. She was having a ball. She was. And bringing communities together while also educating mm-hmm. I Live. What did she have to say? She said, it's an important moment, not only for me to share this experience with the whole world, but to really bring that empowerment to millions and millions of black deaf people all over the country who've never really seen that before. I feel that it is truly lifting every voice, even my voice. So. Yes, I love the interview she's done about it. She's just been so excited to talk about, you know, how they rehearsed and she really had to, you know, when you're doing ASL, you have to really feel the music in order to accurately convey what's going on through sign. And, you know, black people have their own, like, Ebonics version of ASL. (laughs) And I just love, you know us, we're going to come put our little flavor, our little spin on it. You know, we're going to put an apostrophe in it somewhere. (laughs) We're going to do something. That's just how we do. So, yeah, love that for her. Yeah, she's also apparently a track star. Winning medals in Brazil and shit. Like, the girlies don't stop. They do everything, and they do everything well. Congratulations to you, Diva, for being a superstar. Um, And from there, I think it's time that we just dive right on into pop culture. Might as well get into the garbage. Let's get started. All righty. Well, this is uh, a segment that we call Hot Tops. Do, 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 do you have it, but. You are so fucking stupid. I could tell who, like, grew up in the 80s and 90s. Yep. Yeah. It's a couple of 99, 2000 babies in here, like, what the I'm fuck so is that nigga talking that. about? <laughs> Alrighty, so first things first, I figured since, you know, typically in the length of this show, I would go like, I would start from like, uh, you know, and then get into whatever. I just realized after I said it that that was shade. (laughs) Anyway, so since we're in New York, the first thing I wanted to talk about is Ice Spice. Now, a few of you may be wondering why I mentioned Ice Spice and then they revealed a photo of young Lauren London. Well, that is not the case. Same girl. So this is Isis Gaston, or Gaston. I don't know how you say her last name. This is Ice Spice. Oh, that's really not Lauren London. No. Oh, my God. I thought the joke went the other way around. Okay, all right. God yeah. damn. <laughs> this is the meme of it. Um, so somebody, I guess, who went to P Elemento three one zero five. You know how they do with them school names out here. It's just numbers, zip codes. Schools out here be named after like petri dishes and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. FBI cases and shit. Yeah. It'd be like PSLB 3590 Xanon. That's a PlayStation 5 error. That means the game is broken. <laughs> anyway, so someone had a yearbook, and I guess, and was like, oh, Ice Spice. And so here she is with that uh, different hair than we're used to. 
a very natural, dark, long, straight situation, very high school. And her same face and dimples. And so the girls are like, oh, it's giving new new. It is. That's, that's the story. She definitely welcomed this. I saw she posted a photo afterwards with a caption said, like, pretty like a Lauren or something like that. Because why wouldn't you welcome that? Lauren London is a face is of beauty and a classic right. black icon. Yeah. And I give her all the credit in the world for being in this movie across some Seth, no, Jonah Hill and having to act like she gave a fuck about don't kissing that. that man. I still don't understand the casting for that movie. Them two niggas had zero chemistry. Like, we were supposed to believe they, fe- they had a whirlwind romance. She looked like she barely wanted to be in the room with that white man. Like, girl, fake it. One of y'all, fake it. You, Lauren London, <laughs> went home to your daddy and your mammy, Eddie Murphy, and the, the Nia Long, yeah. with this man... And I'm supposed to do what? Root? <laughs> it, was, it was an uphill battle for me. Yeah. I mean, and that's just the casting, child. Let's not get to that goddamn script. I still have not finished that movie. I watch it in like 10-minute chunks. That's about all I can take of it. Yeah, too much at once. Because it just sounds like one-liners back and forth. Like somebody's just trying to cram in as many jokes as they can and you know dialogue and development of the plot be damned (laughs) I can't I haven't even finished it I know how it ends it's fine I'm I'm very over it well I like Isis you know I I feature her I think that you know a couple of her songs are real cute she seems really like she's having a good time Mm -hmm. I heard I don't remember what interview it may have been that she did recently they alluded to the fact that she may have like other styles and and things underneath her belt that you know that she's just waiting to unleash oh yeah I hope one of those styles comes with a Red Bull because she, you know, she's a little... She just kind of rap like she want to go home. Yeah. It's giving the student in the English class that the mm-hmm. teacher was like, okay, you read the next chapter of, of Mice and Men. <laughs> and she's just like... Lenny, you tend to some rabbits. You wouldn't go have it. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. How can I choose everybody chose? Like... Yeah, she's cute. You know, she's cute. She's fun. I like her little fun music. But I also think a lot of niggas gravitate towards her because she's light-skinned. Like, there's a lot of, you know, you being light-skinned and cute that's carrying you much further than the music alone. And I'll just keep it there and be nice because she is still a young black girl and I want to support. But, like... So is it a wig? wig right it is wig you know maybe she cut off her hair went natural and then dyed it red that is possible i assume she could but then sometimes i'm like it looks real <laughs> but it's short enough you know you do whatever Either anyway, way, i'm lovely. rooting for her though you know oh speaking of haircuts uh kehlani has a new thing she's doing with her hair she cut all her hair off 
dykes, all of y'all. If you're attracted to Kalani, then you are a lesbian. I do not make the rules. <laughs> Quite a few people raise their hands in agreement. I don't think they have a, a problem with that. <laughs> well, she's off tour and back in the studio and okay. chopped her hair off. And you the girls know, have see. been talking about how moist it makes them, I guess. <laughs> the visible thong. I guess it's back, huh? The what? The visible thong. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, when you look... It's Y2K all over again. Yeah. It probably didn't never really leave at any point. I thought you was going to put up her little they friend or whoever that is she is, whoever she with now, whoever that love. I don't want to misgender that nigga, that person. (laughs) Whoever that is that she's with, another, the young dyke, so. But, you know, she's cute. I like Kalani. You know, we had our little non-issue a few years back in the day. Did you? Yeah, it was a non-issue. We it was an up. issue. Yes, we talked. Oh, Wamano a Wamano. And it was great. <laughs> and I like her. You know, I love her music. Y'all like Blue Water Road? It is so good. Like, it's so good. I really enjoy her. Yeah. So whatever gets the girlies her. talking, mm-hmm. she's gorgeous and she's talented. And the visible um, 2001 VMA's thong is bad. And her baby is so cute, Adaya. Yeah, her baby Adorable, is really, really. Cute. So, okay, good girl. Have fun, girl. So, let's talk shoes. Can we? There's been a particular piece of garment that has... Not that boot. Y'all aren't even waiting for the cues. You're just <laughs> pressing the buttons. He said y'all changing the slide too quick. <laughs> so the art collective mischief has been going viral for a couple of weeks, two weeks or so maybe at yeah, this point. About that. Um, because they just dropped these new shoes they're calling the big red boots um, that many a SoundCloud rapper and Instagram influencer has been showing off uh, online. Uh, they've since been released. I think this past week, for 350 United States dollars, and maybe um, there we go from there. So a lot of people have had differing opinions on this. Many people think that they're cartoonish and ugly and disgusting. Other people think that it's fashion. Or whatever, I guess. And so, um, I think personally, it's just a shoe that is made to look ridiculous and have you talk about it. Yeah. uh, And then sell more, you know, units. What does mischief even do other than this? Well, they also were behind the Satan shoe that Lil Nas X got in trouble for. Oh, with the blood. So maybe publicity stickers? Okay, publicity shit. Got it. All right. So I'll be honest here tonight in, uh, where are we? Harlem? No. I don't know where the Beacon Theater is. 75th in Amsterdam. (laughs) Harlem. Upper West. This is the Upper West Side. Okay, fine. Good enough. 
I'll be honest tonight in the Upper West Side at the Beacon Theater here in New York City, United States of America. Uh uh-uh. uh. You've been gone for less than a year. Shut the fuck up. I don't give a good goddamn. And y'all bitches already know how I give it up in terms of this motherfucker anyway. Come and fight me. Come walk directly on the stage and fight me tonight. Thanks. So, as I was saying, I want them. <laughs> so, I think they're extremely stupid. But I like stupid shit. I wouldn't spend 350 of my dollars on them. I'm certainly not going to wear them. I would look a goddamn fool. But I thought they were cute on Chanel Monet because they looked, right? Because they went with the fit and they, they are meant to be, you know, clownish, outlandish, ridiculous, absurd. So. I can't believe you niggas sold these shoes out. That's what I really can't, because they don't even look. I saw a video of somebody saying he had to cut the back of them just to get them off. I'm like, so you spent $350 to then mutilate the shoe? And it's just gapped in the back for the rest of your life? Don't care. I want them. I'm getting them. (laughs) I signed up for the goddamn shoe. They didn't have it. It was sold out. Then they put me in a draw. I was like, psych, girl, you can't get them. You're not going to get the draw shit. And I just feel disrespected. Like, honestly, at the end of the day, like, if anybody wants to buy this shoe, you should give it to me. That's right. There shouldn't be, like... Oh, you may not have it. The nerve. Look at it. You know what I mean? Me, personally, the reason I want it is because immediately looking at it before I knew who made it, that it was viral, anything, I said, those are Astro Boy's shoes. (laughs) Now, some of y'all may not know what the fuck I'm talking about. That's fine. I'm not talking to you, bitch. I'm talking to the people who do know what I'm talking about. Now, as a nerd, a weeb, and a collector of geek things, having... Astro Boy, a classic anime character's shoes that I may own and wear and stun on some of you bitches in because you can never, I would like it. I want them, they're mine. And I know that I have talked cash, living shit about Kanye Omari's shoes. I don't give a fuck. His shoes ugly, bitch. I don't give a damn. Besides the 350s, the Yeezys are not it. I don't give a fuck about them goddamn the Magic Conch shoes. I don't give a fuck about them big ugly boots that he was trying to get you girls to go to brunch to. I want these. And guess what? If you have a problem, come talk to me about it and I will knock you out your new balances while I'm wearing them. Okay. Do you have any feelings about the shoes? You really like that shoe. I'm not saying that I really like them. I'm saying that I want them. I should be able to have them. <laughs> and you try hard to get them, yeah. And if anybody has a problem... Nobody's going to fight you over the shoes, friend. They don't... <laughs> I mean, I, like I said, not decidedly not for me. But I do see how a person would want them. I don't think they're that ugly. Like them Kanye shoes with the holes in them and it just kind of look like mucus. And it's just this, this big... <laughs> mucus hole of a shoe. Y'all know the shoe I'm talking about. It's very weird. I don't like that sh- I don't. I don't get that shoe at all. I know some of you niggas wearing the knockoffs right now. You got them off of Amazon. And that's fine. That's fine. That shoe I don't get. This I get, I just would never buy. Doesn't The Weeknd call himself Astro Boy? Am I making that up? He had an album called Starboy. Travis Scott? One of them niggas. Starboy. Oh, Starboy. What the fuck ever. As if I pay attention. 
Okay. Yay, fun. So, Rihanna is on the cover of British Vogue. Oh, yes, she is. Work. Rihanna. I really don't have much to say about this. I really just wanted to get uh, into the details of why I personally, not only do I love this cover, but I also now understand I'm with it, I'm a part of the journey, and she can have as many babies with this nigga as she wants. Now, cover of British Vogue, she's giving you, like, Morticia Adams that fucks. <laughs> That like yeah. fucks. Yeah, it's really the hair. Have y'all watched Wednesday? No, I have not because somebody told me it was a black girl wearing color contacts on that show. And I said, thank you so much. I will decline. Not in my home, not in my black, saved, sanctified sanctuary. You won't be bringing that in here, staring at me, and I can't see behind your eyes. No, you won't. Could be hiding any manner of devilishness. I won't do it. But I heard it's good. It's number one on Netflix. It's number one on Netflix. Rihanna looks great. But I mostly love the full sachet while staring into the camera. Oh, yeah. In the foreground, while this nigga plays his position. Yep. What he's supposed to do. Real house husband of Hollywood. Carries the baby. Period. This adorable, scrumptious baby. Look at him. And kisses his little forehead. As he's... I'm like, Rihanna's like, bitch, I'm 35 years old. I don't get you bitches 18 goddamn albums. At this point, I want to have babies. This is the nigga I choose at the end of the day. Yes, both me and him know that he could get missing. But I'm having a time. Yeah. I'm having a time. Me too. I like ghetto shit. He ghetto. We both Trini. We're having a blast. <laughs> Fight me. Yep. Y'all should have known when they did that pregnancy photo shoot by the goddamn train station. <laughs> Y'all should have known right then our girl was gone and not coming back. <laughs> Curtains. I like that for her, though. Like, I like that she's always saying, you know what it gives me? Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. 
It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Oh, yeah. You know what it quietly gives me? Balenciaga? It quietly gives me a little Mariah. Okay. You know how Mariah was like that diva, okay. that pop girly, and the whites were like, oh my goodness, yes, oh my God, I love this, whatever. And Mariah was like, I'm a nigga, and I like nigga things, and str- oh, like, did. I will actually sing with Old Dirty Bastard and Cameron yeah, and the rest yeah, of the girls okay. because I'm yes. about that. And yes. I have always loved that. Yeah. I've always, because it's never felt forced, it's always felt like fun and real and organic. And she's just like, right. She's having a good time. You know, if she's happy, then I'm happy for That's her. all I'm saying. I don't know that nigga, what I know of him, I'm not super impressed by, but when I really think about it, is there a 30-something nigga that could be with Rihanna who is not a complete embarrassment? No. 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 Y'all can't find 50-some-year-old men to act right. Here's the truth. You know, and and she will always be in a position where she can pick up her things and her children and take care of herself. And just If anything, this nigga is asking her where the mortgage payment is at. Like... And so I love this. Um, I did see some of the hotepresses online and some of them video podcast niggas not to be confused with niggas who know what they're doing but some of those others you know as soon as you see niggas in the background on a couch with that equipment like I'm not even gonna press play I swear to god I'm not cause the caption always be something ignorant like do bitches deserve clean draws it's like not untrue I saw them having a fit about this talking about we emasculating the black man and see how he in the background because black men don't matter and they got him doing bitch shit like kissing his son these niggas is broken real bad please call the lady she is she is standing by Ready to take the next available appointment. God damn, you niggas got to work through some of that hurt. This is lovely. How could you be mad? A family. 
I That's thought what they're about mad the about. Black family. I thought it was all about the black family and y'all did them on, 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 black men and black women. Here they go, raising their black ass kids. <sighs> I will consider your emasculation when you are a billionaire that made We Found Love. Until then, right. on this sandy landscape, you get to the back and carry this motherfucking and stay baby. right there. And catch the light, bitch. That's what the fuck okay. you do. And you be happy to be here, my nigga, tonight. Did ASAP Rocky make anti? I do not fucking think so. Did he create work? <laughs> I know we're in Harlem. Speak up. Harlem niggas about to lose it. <laughs> oh, so also apparently the girlies were upset with the room because she called her baby fine. Did y'all see that? So she posted some of the photos from the Vogue spread or whatever and uh, the babies and quite a few of them looking smack like her. Like forehead. Yep. What's this, the Cupid's bow? Yep. The, that, the, the little thing here. <laughs> like, the little thing same face. Yeah, same nose. I mean, honestly, was Rocky there? He is adorable. He's so cute. Anyways, so, she was one of the pictures with, him, with I think, her and the baby and said, uh, the caption was like, my son's so fine, I don't care. And people were upset about it. Um, and I guess felt like she was sexualizing her baby or something like that. I was like... Yeah, I did. I did hear that. Maybe you're weird. <laughs> like, that's his mama. Like, what should she just be like, oh, goddamn, my baby is hideous. I mean, and I feel like... I don't like, fine is like a word, but like... And I feel like culturally people call their children fine all the time and they don't mean... I am sexually attracted to my child. Right. But like, this is a good kid. This is a, a, a cute kid. A even. cute, like, crisp, this is a smart shining. Kid. Like, this is a, I, I read it as, you know, I just did not, I didn't read that into it. I don't know how y'all got there, but I didn't read nothing inappropriate. Don't say y'all. We don't know if they're here. <laughs> okay. They said, bitch, we, we left our cousins at home. We didn't say that. We yeah. didn't do that. So, I mean, you know, like, People gonna be mad, let them say whatever they have to say. I love, love that you're having fun. Um, yeah, you know, let, let niggas say what they gonna say, but I don't, I, the new mothers I know be all about their babies, fully obsessed, call it being in love. When people say they're in love with their newborns, do you think they mean like in a matrimony I wanna type marry of way? My baby. Like, Is that what y'all think automatically? It's just a little weird to me, but. Whatever, okay. I get it, I guess. Like, I understand that people will make something up. Yeah, I understand people do that. I think it would be weird if a stranger did that. But coming from the child's parent, yeah. I'm not looking at it crazy. Right. I agree. So Yeah, I, I feel the same way. Oh, wait, speaking of Vogue covers, Drake and 21 Savage have had to settle with Vogue <laughs> after so posting... Funny. Oh, they tried it. I don't remember if we talked about this on the podcast. We did. But 
you know, they were promoting uh, her loss, the co- collaborative album that they did together. And in the process of that, they did like a bunch of fake interviews, fake photo shoots, or, or whatever. I, I don't know what the marketing strategy was, but either way, they had motherfuckers, hardworking New Yorkers, plaster this goddamn shit <laughs> all over the city. Sure did. And now they got to settle out of court for, you know, <laughs> what was undoubtedly an open and shut case. <laughs> like, I don't... Right, because look at this shit. They was just like, your honor. <laughs> the fuck is this? <laughs> they literally... <laughs> bitch, they, they went to FedEx. They went to Kinko's and printed it out, bitch, and said, your honor, here. Yeah, look, at, look at what these niggas did. <laughs> That's our typeface, your honor. That's very big. People thought it was real. <laughs> I know the judge was like, thank God, I'm hungry, bitch. I wanted to go to lunch early. <laughs> We're going to wrap this shit right on wrap up. Wrap it right on the up. Bellies. Get me some soap. <laughs> <laughs> this was so stupid. So dumb. So anyway, the, the publisher was seeking for a million. There's no word on exactly how much they settled for. It's certainly not that much, but probably not far off. Either way, I'm just confused. Like, 21 Savage doesn't seem like, you know, the brightest crayon. And also, you know, like, English is a second language. You know, he's from the, the UK. I could translate. I speak fluent British, nigga. Yes. Tip, tip, in it? Ooh, I tickled myself. Yeah. But, yeah. like, with yeah. Umbrella, I'm like, how did you let, how did this happen? Very badly. How did you, you find yourself in this predicament? Extremely like, poor decision making skills going on it here. It seems like. Just don't know why y'all thought. Cause like people use Vogue filters or whatever on Instagram all the time. But when you go through the trouble of printing shit out and posting it around the city and you are goddamn Drake. For the sole purpose of promoting your album. With zero permit, you act like this isn't copywritten material. You cannot take I'm confused. One thing white people do is get they shit lawyered up, trademarked and all that. You not taking, no, that is our registered mark and you will not use it for your own game without our permission. It really was open and shut. Like, I can't believe these niggas thought this was a good idea. Did you really think you needed this? You're fucking Drake. Whatever you put out, niggas are gonna stream. So, it was just dumb, and you know, I like when rich dumbasses have to pay for their mistakes. You know, I'm still mad at Drake for that Meg shit. I'm not over it. I feel like this might be justice Fuck for that. that I don't know. Fuck that nigga. I know Anna Wintour was at her in her office, crossed her legs like basic instinct. <laughs> right. Everybody's going down. That's a nice little bonus. Everybody's dog is getting a custom water bowl. <laughs> Rapper YG is charging fans $1,000 to have a special meet and greet dinner with him in celebration of his birthday. YG. You can take that down, yeah. Look at all these old niggas like, okay, YG. Let me think. Let me think. What do that mean? We don't even have a phone. Yeah, no. Sorry. Ask somebody young who that is. He did um, um, uh, Big Bank Take Little Bank. Big Bank Take Little Bank. 
Is that a TikTok? I think that was pre-TikTok. Oh, that's I think. older than TikTok. Yeah, definitely before TikTok. What else? And he think? did um, he did um. What he say? Frontline truck. Oh yeah, fuck Donald Trump was YG. Frontliner truck. <laughs> Don't look. I'm asking. Fuck Donald Trump. Oh fuck Donald Trump. I'm like, what is the hell is a frontliner truck? Amy, I ain't never heard of that. Oh, yes. See, so that song is only good because of the chorus. <laughs> the rest of that song is not. Well, he has a show or <laughs> some shows coming up in California on the 10th and 12th of March. Okay. And prior to these, he will be having meet and greet celebrations in connection with his birthday, in which if you are willing to pay 1000 United States dollars, you will have access to a five-star three-course meal with YG, an open bar, a photo with YG, Gentlemen's Club waitresses? Does that mean girls in, in leotards? It means fishnets. Yep. Uh, leotards. Leotards, yeah. High ponies. Yeah. Uh, Nars, Fenty and, Beauty. Yep. Nobody darker than me. <laughs> you can get, oh, YG, that's the weird nigga that said that shit about raising light-skinned babies at Nipsey's funeral. Oh, yeah. You know, it's hard for us because we raising little light-skinned girls. You know, the baddest bitches. Oh, I remember that little dumb nigga now. So here's the thing. If you like YG, I feel like you're getting banged for your butt. If you're like a hardcore fan, $1,000, you... But here's... This was my question, right? Because okay. I don't give a fuck about je gentlemen's club waitresses. I could go to the gentlemen's club. Um, right. When we say five star, what are these stars looking like? How bright? Right. How bright? Are we talking about like a five-star, three-course meal that would probably run me around the same amount I'm paying if I went out into the wild sands watch? Mm. Or okay. are you talking about some bucket fried jumbo shrimp yep. and truffle fries? Because, yep. bitch, if that's the case, we need to do some negotiating or something. Absolutely. It's going to be chicken tenders with gravy and some parsley sprinkled on it so you niggas will think it's classy. That's what I, that's what I see for this. And, you know, I thought it was a recession. $1,000 to eat dinner with YG sounds crazy to me. I'm really not sure how much of a YG fan you would have to be to spend 1,000 United States dollars on an evening that's going to last all of two hours at the most. And an open bar don't mean much to me if it's an open bar of McCormick's. I'm not drinking that bottom shelf. Mad, I'm not drinking Mad Dog 2020 all night because it's what's free. And on theme. <laughs> right. Yeah. I just don't, I, I don't see the value here, but again, I don't value YG. So if you are a, a big fan and, and really devoted, then maybe. But I don't, I don't see why you niggas would spend your tax free yeah, that's on what I'm this. Saying. It's just like, if you were just like, oh, I go to sleep and I think about him and I wake up about him. Yeah. I would urge you to spend that thousand dollars on help, but it's like I don't feel like you're, you know, for what it's worth. You, wait, do you get to go see the show too, or do you have to buy tickets to the concert? Oh, 
Why does he like this isn't enough show, information? Even be included. I would hope you would get VIP seats for a thousand dollars. But again, I don't value this man. Mm-hmm. I would pay that for Beyonce, obviously, but we see. Listen. Who got their tickets? Can we just talk about how much shit has changed from the last tour? Y'all, who the fuck are all these new niggas? Where did they come from? I said at work, white people comfortable again. I think that's the thing. Like, Beyonce been soups black. Like, saturated black for the past, like, album or and a half. She's just been like, oh, this isn't about you, crack move. Like... Yeah. They've just been like in the wings. Right. And now she's saying like cunty and giving them like a, a dance uh, like right. bass. Yeah. And the white girls are feeling ravey and circuit and they're coming oh, yeah. out. Yeah. But not voting at the Grammys, interesting. Well, I mean, we know how that goes, but I just, I could not believe the difference in price. The sheer number of hoops we had to jump to even get tickets in the first guy. All these pre-sales. I still ain't got no email about no fucking pre-sale code. And why is it that bitches can sign up for the Beehive on the day you announce this? If you wasn't already in the goddamn Beehive, then you don't deserve no pre-sale access code. And I don't care if that's y'all. Oh, well, you just got here. Congratulations. Get to the back of the goddamn line. The whole thing was fucked up. It was just such a fucking mess, but I got my tickets and I will be seeing my girl. Oh, I'm going. (laughs) And it was never a question of whether I was going. Who's still waiting on tickets? Okay, well, you know, we gonna pray for y'all. All right, good luck. We gonna send good vibes. I love you. I Check them you. resellers. The closer it gets to the date, like the day of, they gonna drop them prices because they, like, they gonna be desperate. Yeah. So gonna, just remember, all it. hope is not lost. They being stupid right now. They being extremely ignorant right you now. You have resources. Yeah. And if nothing else, hope. Yes. Hope that this bitch will put it on Netflix. <laughs> and we, that we may stream one day. Because... I will be in presence of the living doll. Thank you, but I already know how this whole shit goes. She want to be pulling stuff at the last time, like, oh, girly, we're going to do this, that, that tier, and this private login, and you got to give a sample of blood, because I got to make sure, or whatever. And the scammers still find a way. And they do, yeah. They still will do it, and they, I don't, I don't know how they do it, but we, don't, we clearly don't have no rules in America about this shit because charging $800 for 300 level seats, immediate jail. Y'all should be going to the penitentiary immediately for that bullshit. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. 
ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my mm-hmm. own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology works part in ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. Again, that's ziprecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Now let's get back to show. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in LA, a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. How are you feeling in this garment tonight? I feel amazing. I love it. You know, it's giving titty. And it's just, you know, it's something fun for the girls. Something fun and special for you all. How are you feeling in your Balenciagas? Like I do on any other Tuesday. Rich. Rich. (laughs) Shit has changed since the first year, has it not? Why are y'all throwing things at Glorilla? Who did what? Last week, we talked about how somebody threw some water on Glorilla. Now I'm reading that somebody threw a jacket at this girl while she was performing on stage in Denver. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? A jacket? What was her outfit? They didn't like it. Was it shade or was it just people get excited and they just throw shit? Well, that I don't know. That's a very (laughs) fair question. (laughs) That we do not know, okay. But her response to it was like, who threw that little, little girl? Don't throw nothing else at me. Shouldn't even really be cussing. Her, her name is Gloria. She's 12. And she speaks like an old lady named Gloria. Why are y'all throwing things at this girl? She's just here to have a fun time right. and be fuck nigger free. And y'all want to ruin it. Let her perform. Get her life and have a good time. Where's Denver? Colorado. I mean, I know that. Oh. Where is that? Where is Colorado? Over yonder. It's like, you know where Oklahoma is? No. You know where Texas is? Yeah. Directly north of that is Oklahoma. Yeah. You go up like two more states and over a state, and that's Colorado. Oh. Okay. I know that because of how close it is at Oklahoma. So the north side. What? The north side. Uh, No, I wouldn't say that. Mid-east. I don't know. No, west. But, yeah, it's Midwest, right? Colorado is considered the Midwest. What is it called then? One of y'all know. Some smart nigga. I I feel like the Midwest has been alive for a while. The Mid-Atlantic bomb. You know what? I'm done. (laughs) 
right. That wraps That's going to wrap up the hot tops Hootie for this hoo. week. Yay. So we're going to go ahead and move forward and then get into some questions. Wow. From you niggas. In the audience. After! We do keep your sport show. Let's get, get part of the goddamn problem. Here we go, Jesus. The all-star sports are taking place during the National Basketball Association. The girlies are are playing basketball all-staredly. Love that for them. That means all of the extra special divas get to go down to Utah, 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 and play the game of basketball and be like, ooh, I'm the girl. And then the other ones are like, no, I'm the girl. And then they're like, no, me. And then it's just like the Clovers versus the Toro. Drag race. (laughs) Y'all all right back there? Somebody took a tumble. Events include things such as the Celebrity All-Star Game, which happens featuring the Ryan Smith team, which consisted of celebrities like Corday, Kane Brown, Diamond DeSheet, I don't know, okay. And then the other team was Dwayne Wade's team featuring the likes of Janelle Monae, 21 Savage, Alex Toussaint, uh, who? Um, others and so team Dwayne Wade beat team Ryan 81 to 78 Diva were you there you weren't you're not even paying attention I'm trying to educate you so Giannis Antikoump got This is I said what the fuck fault. I wanted to say. I don't give a fuck what her name is. It's y'all's fault. I know how to say it. I said it how I want. <laughs> Who would like to disagree? Right. So, I forgot what I was saying about him. So, here's the thing. How did you feel about the Celebrity All-Star Game? I have a... Thank you. I actually did watch it. Thought it was. Me too. too. Thought it was really funny. Why'd you laugh? Because those people um, are not very good at basketball. Most of them. Some of them are kind of good. I laughed at Janelle Monet playing defense on her own when her team had the ball. That was funny. She was. At the end of the day, Janelle Monet solved the glass onion, so everybody can actually just kiss her ass. Okay, she did. Um, but I thought it was funny, and I thought, I'm, well, I'm sure you saw that shot yeah. at the end of the game. 
Of course. I'm sure you watched the game like I did. Every second of it. So did you think that the shot was valid? You think it got it off before the shot clock expired or nah? What's really valid in a world where we're all just making it as we go, right? Right? Any other questions? No. Okay. Um, player Mac McClung won the slam dunk contest. He only has two NBA games under his belt during stints with the Lakers and the Bulls. Personally, I thought, you know, maybe Dahmer was, was back to, I felt like if you put some glasses on him, he eats people. Does anyone agree, or is it just... No, okay, they... there's quietly a couple people yeah, who agree with me. All right. Well, he won and became uh, a fan favorite earlier this week. He signed a two-way contract with the 76ers. You know where they play? I do. Where? Philadelphia. Wrong. Philly. <laughs> Trash. Yeah, I'm the one who don't know. Well, the All-Star Game itself is actually taking place at the moment. Sorry to keep you. Um, so I don't have that many stats on how that's going, but I'll be sure to let you know when I feel like Wonderful. it. Wonderful. Thank you. In the future. That's it for this week in, um, what's this called? Sports God. Shorts. Thank You're you. welcome. Thank you for being here, because I know, you know, they wanted you to work the game, and you had to tell them no. I have other things to do. Yeah, you know, it's difficult being yeah. a true diva right. and icon. That's right. Um, but you make your way. I'm just glad you balance both, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're just so busy. All right. All right. I have to pee. Where's the... Um, <laughs> Let's do questions. Yes, it is time for our questions. We're going to welcome back out the beautiful Nina Parker. Everybody give it up for Nina. I can't believe. I said, well, Nina really agreed to do our little ghetto shit. Like, I know she used to dealing with men. Yeah, I still watch the reunions, girl. I know if anybody can take these bitches, it's you. Yes, if anybody can do it, it is Nina. So. No, I love being in this environment because it's I'm hot to scare everybody over here. <laughs> And see like the real me because on the reunions people think I'm scared not knowing I'm from Oakland. Yeah. <laughs> Listen. Like you gotta maintain your composure but now I get to do some real class, <laughs> professionalism <laughs> and regality. Yes. So. And, and now I get to be a real nigga in front of everybody and y'all can see the real me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Backstage she was like can I cuss? Like absolutely As much girl, as you'd like. <laughs> All right. So we are going to start with any hands. Anyone have a question well, to ask? somebody right here. Yeah, y'all yeah, you can you Come on, you, know? you got to stand up. And yes. Nina can, can choose at her discretion, child. Yeah. Okay, you got a question? I do. First and foremost, I want to say congratulations to Crystal and Kid Fury. Thank you. Thank you. We have been listening since Furious Thoughts, since Twitter, niggas, since we came through and my best friend has bought us tickets to every single show. Wow. Since you guys started in New York. So my question is now that we are here as black people, 
We are the hopes and dreams of the slave. Oh no. Oh. And I'm sorry to bring it there. Yes. But in our own ways, okay. We have all gotten to a level of success and as a as a child of an immigrant like you kid, a level to success that our parents came to this country for, a level to success that we all dreamed of. And sometimes when you get there, you feel like you're not there. Mm. And there's a level of sometimes feeling like this is what you work for. Stop. Y'all, let her finish. Dang let her finish the question, please. Yeah, I me. Continue. Yes. So sometimes I struggle myself with feeling like this is what 19-year-old Queen had dreamed of. 36-year-old yeah. Queen is here. There should be more, and it's not what it's supposed to be. So do you guys struggle with sometimes that you're at a level of success, like feeling that you need to do more, be more, or is it what you dreamed of? Oh, shit. That was beautiful. Thank you. That's Thank actually you, a very good question. <laughs> it's a valid question. What you think? But no, I do not struggle with feeling like I need to do more at all. That's actually one of the things I do not struggle with. I am perfectly fine. Um, with where I am, what I will say is that like taking should out of my vocabulary helped a lot. This idea that I should be anywhere is ridiculous. I'm exactly where I am and where I'm supposed to be. So, I mean, when I look back at the history of this show and the way so many things have changed because of us, like I'm not going, there's no way I can deny that. No matter what feelings I might have about myself on any given day, the show and its record speaks for itself. So I don't really feel a need to prove anything other than that. Like, the rest of you girls don't have no damn 10-year anniversary show, and that's just that. It just is what it is. Like, that. It, it just is that. So when I'm ready to do more and expand and go out into other arenas and, and other new bullshit, I'll do all that when I'm good and ready. But right now, I'm in grad school focused on... Yeah on that and my job and you know just trying to take care of myself and and really be myself that's really all i'm worried about but taking should away helped a lot because it's like whose standards am i trying to meet whose acceptance am i trying to get nobody's what else can i i don't have nothing else to prove to y'all so that's how i feel about it but i do i see what you're saying um i hope i explain this well i feel like I do, I do feel that way a lot, that, that I could be doing more, I want to do more. I feel like called to spread a certain energy um, and message. And I feel like as a black queer person, I'm incredibly blessed to have the platform that we share and the opportunities that we get. And I feel like there are still so many doors to kick down and homes and houses to build for everyone that I feel like, you know, I, I do sometimes feel this tug to be like, keep fighting, do more, like get up, you know? And I guess the way that I try to get through that is um, reminding myself that I'm human and there's only so much that I can do and I have to like take my time with myself, be fair to myself, respect the fact that I'm not a machine and I'm actually trying the best that I can. Um, and so I think that it's like, a, 
Um, it's a result of anxiety, like many others, and it's one that, like, within anxiety, I just have to learn how to um, condition and speak to address, um, and then get back to work. Thank <laughs> you. All right, we got to find more questions in this thing over here. Y'all got some questions. Okay. I stand now, you up. know I'm not coming into the middle aisle with my thick ass. Come down here. <laughs> I got a plus-size collection for a reason. Come on. <laughs> Woo. Hello. Hi. Hi. Well, finally here. Um, so, I would consider you guys like woke and pretty smart. Whoa, what? What? Did like, you say woke? Yeah. Oh. He said woke. Woke okay. and pretty smart. Yeah. So, I would guess that I'm a little smart or whatever, but I'm starting to find it difficult to formulate new relationships or friendships with people because, like, I'll start talking to someone and they'll say something like transphobic, and I'm like, damn, this bitch is dumb. So, do you guys, like, how do you guys, like, navigate through that? Oh, I don't meet new people. Very easy. That helps. My friends know who they are. Um, hmm. I haven't, like, tried to, I don't know, I think educate is the right part, word, but, like, I haven't found myself in a debate that I'm not interested in. I feel like the unfortunate part about a lot of that is that people are not speaking to listen as much as they are to be heard. Um, and more than be heard to, to feel a certain way about themselves and their stature or what have you. And like, ultimately when you boil it all down, that doesn't have anything to do with me. And there's nothing, there's not much I can say or provide that's going to change or affect that. So I kind of just choose my battles, I guess. And I find that a lot of times situations when someone says something very small-minded, bigoted, or ignorant, when I don't respond, it's enough. It's more, it, sometimes it's more than yeah. if I did engage with you. Yeah. If I'm just like, oh, okay. And I go out by my, it like, I can see in people's faces. I, mean, I don't know if it's just me. I'm sure it's many other people can relate. But you can see in people's faces just like, what did I say? Was that not good enough? What was that so why do they disagree with me? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, bitch, you sit and deal with what the fuck you said on yourself. I'm going to get back to my mimosa or whatever we were doing at brunch in my Chelsea boots, bitch. I'm not going to argue with you. I'll have it. So you yeah. figure out what the problem was. Good luck. <laughs> All right, you guys, more questions. More like, questions. Come on, like sis. Deeply There's weird someone who get questions upstairs, too. <laughs> I'm going to come here while you, you, you come here and wait for me. I'll come back. Come on. Yes, honey. They having fun over y'all. We asking some questions. All right. Don't grab it. Right. I do this for a profession. So. Behave. Hi. Thank y'all for taking my question. Um, I have kind of a sad question to ask. Um, okay. And I'm hoping y'all can help me. Reese. <laughs> Recently, I helped a professional friend um, thwart an attempt to end their own life. 
Um, I jumped in and, you know, just immediately went into action talking to them. I even made it as far as getting into the car with them that they planned on driving off of a roof. Um, and then, you know, everything seemed good after I talked them down and completely had them calm. And I provided them therapists to, like, call and reach out to. Instead of doing that, they spent their weekend just in a bottle. And I don't know how to keep nudging or what more I should attempt to do or if I should attempt to do more? Um, I will say this, when a person is in that space where they wanna take their own life, the best thing you can do as someone who doesn't have any control over them is to be there, show up, if they are okay with you just you know, sitting in the house or whatever. Whatever you, first of all, have the space to do mentally without sacrificing your own mental health, then I say do that, You know, make it known that you are available but when it comes right down to it, you can't stop nobody from doing anything. So I don't want you to blame yourself if something does happen, but being available as a friend, making it known that like you are here for a sense of support. Um, yeah, that's the sort of thing that is useful for somebody going through something like that. But it's a hard space to be in as a friend because you do want to swoop in and save them. You do, but you, Cannot, unfortunately. All you can do is be a support. Let's sweep over to this side. <laughs> Nita, I'm gonna answer the question while you do that so you can I'm like, a, cover I'm some come ground. Over there. Thank you for your Thank question. You. Um, we got one more over here and then we'll, we'll go okay, there. I'm gonna answer, but I'm gonna respond to that really quickly. I will say as someone who has been in that position before who has wanted to end their life, um, it is very complicated, I think, and it's, it's confusing to be on the other side. For me personally, the fight makes a difference. It's not always received in a way that you can understand, um, but like the fight for that person, it makes a difference. Just showing up, being like, I'm going to do what I can to make sure that you are safe and you are healthy or whatever. Even if they want to fight you back tooth and nail or whatever, in the long run, they'll thank you. So do the best that you can. You're not perfect. You can't make anybody do anything like she said, but the fight does make a difference. Here's our next question. Oh, sorry. Hey, y'all. Congratulations on 10 years. Thank you. I have a community of girlfriends that I have because of y'all, and I'm going to cry. It's okay. Um, Are we all in our feelings? But we, like... <laughs> We bonded over the pandemic. My friend Nicole, she won your Patreon grand prize trip. Yo, shout out to oh hey, here. I just wanted y'all to like know that your friendship has created so many more friendships. Like, <laughs> I might not cry. It might not happen. Well, what the fuck would you say that? But, yeah, like. The pandemic, I'm sure, was hard for all of us for different reasons, but I became a mom in the pandemic. Like, to be isolated during that time, but Girl. my community among fans of y'all, to know that, like, within that space, it could be safe to, like, I don't know, learn to grow with each other. I just want one for y'all to know that that's because of you and your friendship is radiated. And it means so much to me, but. I 
know if y'all understood like the impact on our community that y'all have had. I know that there's like a lot of self-doubt sometimes, but do you understand your impact and like how it affects people? I'm not gonna fuck up with this good makeup. Fucking with you. <laughs> oh, girl. No, I don't think we do. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, like that was so nice, and I believe you, but I don't think it's very hard to zoom out of your own head. Like, we are still just people, and just like other people be full of anxiety about what they have going on, we are the exact same way. And sometimes it's really hard to zoom out and look at the bigger picture of the impact of the show. Shit like this is an incredible reminder to see all of y'all here tonight to help us celebrate like that that definitely <laughs> that definitely that that definitely helps you know send the message but um the pandemic especially when it first hit that was extremely difficult and it was hard for me to be at home by myself like that for so long and I'm gonna stop talking right now because I am not gonna fucking cry but I'm so grateful that this show has helped you find your people and all of you who are here tonight with friends and y'all listen together and all that I love y'all little ghetto asses y'all be writing in about y'all trifling ass friends and I love that shit so thank you thank you for that and I hope y'all have fun alright Fury I moved a little bit so we got another question over here okay Hi, um, wow, you smell really good. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Processing in real time. Ashley, they, them, Aries, sun, Sag rising, Leo, moon, vibes. Was she single? You looking for like a... This no. is a, this a re-dating edition. Okay. <laughs> Levels, dimensions. Um, so uh, I am, I have a romantic related question. Um, I'm currently thinking about... Okay, um, I'm currently thinking about um, how I can uh, approach someone and talk to them about, uh, you know, being partnered. Like, do you want to be my partner? Do you want to be my little boo thing? And I wondered for y'all, and I know y'all are in different spaces with y'all uh, connection to romance, what would be something that someone can do to be like, hey, I want to be your little boo thing, you know? like. This was, an, this was an amazing question and very beautifully phrased. <laughs> Are you asking how, how do niggas approach us? I think that's how what was asked. How should one? That's oh. what they said. Yes, thank you so much. How sh oh, I don't know that they should. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but Dykes, I don't know. I normally get titty pictures in the DMs or something. <laughs> or just straight up, I want you. <laughs> Or like, I'm your future ex studs, Ben, they'll put that in my comments. <laughs> Something like that. Um, but I think, you know, just being straightforward is the way to go. I am very much like a, let's say it and not beat around the bush because I don't like no kind of ambiguity. So like, I like shit and I want shit. Like, <laughs> um, that's real, that's my energy, you know, but I don't, I also don't approach niggas. So, um, but yeah, I appreciate people who are straightforward. Yeah, I agree completely. I 
prefer you be straightforward and say exactly how you feel, what's going on. I know how to deal with it. I'm a little too old and over the like, oh, let me go ahead and, and take out my little, uh, what's those, those discs? The decoder. Let me go ahead and, oh, yeah. remember the decoder not, you yes. get on like the back of your I'm Honey Nut Cheerios? Let me go ahead and do like some national treasure puzzles and figure out what the yeah. fuck. No, I don't have time for that. I'm old. I work too goddamn hard, bitch. Right. What is it? What's the temperature? How are you feeling? Otherwise, move around. Go yeah. find somebody to play with. That's probably why I'm single. That wasn't nice. <laughs> yeah. That didn't sound like welcoming or <laughs> kind, sexy, nothing. I've been okay, trying question. to, you know, beat homosexuality. I have a straight coach. It's not going well, though. <laughs> Where's Antoinette? Antoinette, oh, hey, girl. Yeah, I'm looking for a camp. My sister told me that niggas make her pump the gas. Oh, I wasn't supposed to tell. I'm sorry. I said I can't leave Dykes alone if, if y'all are out here pumping your own gas. I have never, ever, ever had to pump gas. Not ever with a dyke in the car, but Antoinette said niggas are making y'all get out. I'm, I'm gonna swoop in and get this next question. All right, yeah, let's move on. <laughs> hey, y'all. Um, so I just wanted to say, first of all, I'm here with my sister and going off one of those last questions, definitely like it helped us bond, like growing up together, listening to this. We are part of those children that like, I'm all shaking and shit, I'm sorry. <laughs> we're part of those children that should not have been listening to the show, but we were. It's a lot of y'all, 13, yeah. writing into the goddamn read. Like, where's your mama? I definitely wrote my first letter in at like 15. <laughs> I can't. Listen, I was pissed at my history teacher and I just had to know, like. But. I can't. So, going off of the questions, um, there have been several letters over the years that, like, have not gotten, like, updates that should have. Yes. And yeah. So, my question is, other than that raggedy bitch that told her friend at least she could keep her man because he was alive. Like, I can't, remember the girl who told her, got in an argument with her friend and was like, at least my man ain't dead? Yes. No. Yes. But I think that's the question, like, who do we want to update from besides yeah, her? Yeah, I was going to guess. Exactly. I don't know. Other, other than her. Shit, I do not know. She the main one need to call me back. <laughs> Bitch, because I know they beat your ass. I just know you left out some key details. I know they called her I, Okay, I know somebody beat her ass right there in Brooklyn. I know they did. Did we ever get a smell and taste update? I don't think so. I feel like we did. Did we? There's some read historians who are like, no, I would have recalled. <laughs> I don't know. Um, who? I think long time ago, like probably. We didn't eight get a candle ago, update. The candle girl did send an update. Yeah, we did get yeah, a candle, candle update. Yeah, candle candlegate had an update that next week. She saw that she had ruined the internet. <laughs> Y'all really was arguing about them goddamn candles. Y'all really felt away. Y'all have never been so divided. It was a fair debate. We don't have to bring it back up. <laughs> Please don't start talking about it again. Y'all have settled this. <laughs> May I have another tequila? Okay. I'm trying to, 
There was somebody a real long time ago who like, I don't know. Found a dildo under her man's sink or something. But no, honestly, the, the number one person I wanna update from is that bitch who, who talked to her friends so fucking crazy. Yeah, I yeah. really want to know more about that because I do. like, why the fuck that? I mean, and you know what? No, I mean brunch after brunch. <laughs> the after brunch lit levels get a little testy. But still, but still, that is a line I would not have even thought to cross. They get a little treacherous. It's nothing a real friend can say. But like, yeah, to piss me off bad enough to bring up your dead boyfriend. Like, I'm drunk, you drunk. We done had too many margaritas, the mimosas, the whatever. And I'm just like, well, bitch, that's why your eyelash is crooked. Well, bitch, your oh, wig yeah. is crooked. Like, the, oh, that's yeah. one thing, right? Oh, yeah. And we'll, we'll laugh about it on, you know, Monday. But that's why your nigga, what did she say? Your nigga dead or whatever? Yeah, like, like, at least my man is still alive or something like that. They was arguing about relationships. She was like, at least my man's still alive. It ain't a, no, I've never been drunk enough. You don't have any more cards in the deck. There's nothing else to pull. I don't even understand being that drunk. And y'all know I am an alcoholic. Can't fathom being that goddamn drunk, though. That is insane. Never violated a friend like you that. You hated her from the giddy up. Like, there was, it wasn't just that. that was, you been couldn't stand her ass. That was one of the letters where we had to be like, bitch, we cannot help you. There's no defend you. And there in fact... nothing we can say. And in fact... We're fucking disgusted. <laughs> okay, who's next? All right, y'all got time for a few more? Yeah. Sure. I, I want to do some over here, though. I think we can go till 10. Fury, you trying to get my workout on? I'll go <laughs> over there saying. next. Or they can come over here. <laughs> All right. All right. Ready for your question. Okay. Hi. Hello. I'm She's nervous, you guys. My okay. heart is racing. Anyway, I don't actually have a question. I Word. love that I have. No, right, I Nina. just love that I have this option. Read her, Nina. I'm kidding. I'm joking. I came I'm joking. and I said you got your question Let her I'm joking. I'm joking. Okay, okay. Let her get it out. I, I would love to take this opportunity to personally give y'all y'all flowers. I love y'all so much. Kim Fury from that motherfucking peach wall, bitch. I noticed that shit behind you. You're not low with that motherfucking Easter egg, okay? I, I love that. I'm just so glad that y'all are here. And you might not always feel it, but we love y'all so much. And Thank I, you. I love that y'all share y'all friendship. I'm here with a homegirl that I met off Twitter, and we bonded off of y'all. How did y'all do this? <laughs> y'all have so many, like, little library groups and stuff where it's like, yeah. I met this nigga because we, we both listen to that same like ghetto-ass podcast. So we bonded off of the strength of... I, I just love y'all so much. Thank you. We love you too. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Does anyone have a... Okay, um, now I'm going to come over here because we need a question. We got... And sis is ready to fight. Come, come. Sis is... I, I feel like I don't have a choice here, so... No. Oh, sorry, no. I don't want you to untwist it, girl. I got you. <laughs> I miss some shit. I need some help. I love y'all so you. deeply. Thank Ten you. years. Y'all niggas. Yes. Thank you, girl. <laughs> love this energy. I'm a little lit. I'm just, whew, okay. Yeah, I can tell. Got it. <laughs> I know that's right, girl. Yes. Yeah. You look good. Thank you so much. No, y'all niggas look good. I mean, yes, but you too. Yes. This dress, this bun. Bun to bun. This nigga. <laughs> this is your fault. You did it. <laughs> okay. 
Beyonce ticket related question. Okay, I'm, I'm listening. All right. I just want to say that this is about to be my first Beyonce concert, and oh my God, yes. So, I was in numerous pockets of homegirls just trying to figure out whoever got a code. Whoever got a code, get oh, my yeah. fucking ticket. Yep. I just need to be in a room yep. where it happens in Jesus' name, right? So, I was in a pocket with like some homegirls, one other homegirl had Citibank. It was all some bullshit. Yep. One of my homegirls, this is my friend group, all my like married homegirls buying homes, starting life. I'm the one that's still outside, right? Okay. So, they were like, this my budget for tickets. I'm sticking to it. Number, number, woo, woo. I said, I'm willing to pay quadruple that, but that's okay. <clears throat> so, no, y'all, the number, it wasn't high enough for my liking. It's okay. okay. So, she's the one that ends up getting the ticket. She gets, it's four of us. She gets three tickets, but they got nosebleedy. I'm not trying to be a part of that. I'm trying to see with my, like, with the Lord's pupils. So, I appreciate her. I'm like, thank you so much. In my mind, I'm like, at least I'm going to be in the room. Yeah. But I had another homegirl get me a ticket, and then I myself was waiting on my code. Okay. My other homegirl gets me a ticket. I'm like, mm, I don't know if I'm going to take it. I'm going to have to sit by myself. It's lit, though. I probably will. I don't know. I end up getting my code. I'm like, yes, period. I got floor seats. Period. I'm finna be, I'm in row nine. I'm in row nine. I'm finna see her, y'all. I'm finna see her. You are. But then I got to go back to the original homegirl that bought the ticket and be like, while I appreciate you. Yeah. God has leveled me up. He chose me. Yeah. And so I went back and I told her, and like she fell away, y'all. Like she fell away. She's like, I thought the purpose of us going to see Beyonce was to do it as a unit. I said, no, the period of seeing Beyonce is the goal. No. No, Diva. No, not at all. Sweetie, when it comes to a Beyonce function, you are all you got. That is not true. You are all that you have. That isn't true at all. Understand? No. Sweetie, the album has been out. We knew that she was touching the stage to give us the album live. If your ducks weren't in a row so that you could get the full experience, honey. This is... Honey! Ghetto. Honey! We're on a different wavelength as we're dealing with different things. In fact, you ain't shit for not being happy for me. <laughs> And the experience that I'm about to go through, I understand, I understand that you and the Lord Jesus Christ will be sharing popcorn, and that's fine. Because the thing about it is, one thing about Beyonce. Oh, you're gonna see. She's gonna give you gonna the, the ability to see the show yes. regardless of where you're sitting. That's true. However, my bank, my checking, my savings, my decisions say that I will be in row nine next to the diva. And if you can't be happy for me, I feel like we've reached an impasse. I do understand your friend being in her feelings if y'all plan to go as a group. I do get that. 
I get it. I also get being like, bitch, I'm going to see Beyonce. Who knows if this is my last chance? I'm going to get as close as possible, and I'm going to get my fucking life. So what I would do in that situation is apologize profusely. For what? Because we plan to go together, and now I'm going separate. So I would apologize for switching up the plan. Profusely? I would, okay, maybe not profusely, but I would be like, my bad, girl. I did decide to go ahead and get a floor seat ticket because I could. And I would offer to cover the cost of the tickets we bought together in the nosebleeds. See, y'all are very trifling. This is why y'all be sending in emails. Y'all are very fucking trifling. If you agree to go with a group, and somebody bought a ticket for you, you should pay them back for the ticket that they bought and then let them resell it. This is why y'all be emailing us, cause you're not good friends. That is extremely inconsiderate. Disagree. At the end of the day, where are you gonna be sitting? Row nine. Yes, absolutely. I'm still gonna be on the floor seat with my apologies. That's and, why God made after hours. For that ticket. Yep. That's why the Lord made that after hours. I, would, I will see you over some truffle fries and my Torella sticks after the program, and we can discuss how that she's played. Until I then, have a blast. I know you, I will. You do as you see fit. All right, y'all. I'm over here. We got one last yeah, question. Let's do one we got more. Time. I'm sorry, y'all. We can't. Go We're running all night. out of time, blacks. We've already been here for 90 See, minutes. They, they leave all the production cues to me. I gotta be the bad guy. <laughs> all right, somebody over here got a question. It has to be a question, though, y'all. Y'all gotta ask a question. Nina, you are right. good. There's a bunch of niggas pointing over you here. You gotta come over here. Yeah. So they're you can all be right pointing here. to someone over what here. What do y'all want to come over here if you want to get it? You come get this it. way. Okay. Come on. Come this way. Yes. yes. You come on. All right. You're the next contestant. Get that person. It's, it's life lessons in here. We gonna wait for them. <laughs> we gonna wait. He's running and around. There, it's like no, no, no. And there we are. No, no sweetie, no, I'm so sorry. Him. Oh no. Gotta do There's him. the diva. Oh no. Oh. I have to leave. I have to go right now. <laughs> I was trying to be patient. Okay. But I was in the dark. Okay. <laughs> What's your question, baby? Okay, so, hey, Greg. Hey. Um, I have oh, a cousin Lord. who I stopped talking to a couple months ago, and we had a, a kind of a verbal altercation when we were at my grandmother's house, and she proceeded to say, because I was half Puerto Rican, that I wasn't black, that I was Afro-Latino. And so I said to her, bitch, who's that woman across from you? Which was my mother, she's black. She's like, that's their mother. I said, who's that, is she black? Yeah, I said, well, I'm black too then, bitch. So my question for you is, should I reconcile with this bitch because she's asking about how I'm doing after I blocked her for two years? Or should I just keep going? Because in addition to denying my blackness, she also misgendered me multiple times. Oh, oh and hell you know, no. So like, Rude. I just want to know, should I like, Well, should I, should I reconcile? I'm a little I'm a confused because how's she going to say you're not black but then call you Afro-Latino? What does she think Right, Afro what does that mean? I don't know what that means. I'm not stupid. I know what I'm talking Afro -Latino about. Afro-Latino is black people. Means that you are black are and Latino. Latino. So right. I'm, I'm confused as to how she can say you not black and then call you black. No shade. She sound like a hater. And a little bit stupid. <laughs> it's not really, it's not curling over for me, this 
logic, like that doesn't make sense. I would have had to stop her right there and be like, do you know what the Afro in Afro-Latino means? Like we can just, we can just break it down right there in front of Mimo and everybody else and have the conversation. That's but, the thing, I, I asked her, I said, who, is, who set the whole scale of ethnicity? I said, that's white supremacy, bitch. Ain't no white people in this house. We all black. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I mean, again, like I said, Afro-Latino is You know very something black, else? So. I also feel like there are some people within their families. This could be a me thing, maybe it's my opinion. I feel like there are some people within their families, especially people who walk in their truth and them and their selves like very fiercely, who are like consistently challenged by family members on like their beliefs, their morals, their aesthetic, their gender, their sexuality, their finances, their whatever. And it's like, girl, you wish that you could strut the way that I do into life. True. In all of its difficulties and all of its challenges and all of its black, all of its, its badness, like as a black person, as a queer person, as a woman, as a whatever the fuck, I'm still on 10 like comfortable, cozy in who I am. And none of you bitches can say anything. It's all like, it's unfortunate that so many of us commonly have relatives that will challenge us in that. And it's because like, you're not, you didn't have anybody or anything to tether to that made you feel comfortable in who you are. That's not my fault. That's not my fault. Rather than challenge me on who I am and how I stand, what you should do is ask me for some advice. What you should do is ask me, how the fuck do you get so comfortable? How the fuck do you smile in the face of adversity and all this bullshit all of the time? How can I get like that? Is it a shot? Like, what is it? Do I need to smoke some weed, bitch? Like, do we need to go to the club? What is it? Like, stop playing in my face because that all of that time, all of that, that's done. We're not doing that. We're not going into the, like, I'm not interested. So you can actually get on board or you can get missing, period. I don't give a fuck if you family or not. Yes, good luck talking to your ignorant ass cousin. <laughs> and thank you. You know, thank you guys for, for all your questions. And, you know, Kid Fury and Crystal, there's a little something coming up that y'all didn't know about. Oh, hell. God damn it. Yes. So. We all love you, but there's somebody else who loves you. And uh, there's somebody else who has a little message. Wait, wait, what's happening? There's somebody else are we who watching has a the, little message. Are we watching the message. screen? Take a look. Okay. What's happening? I don't... Scan the camera. Kid Barry and Crystal, it is missing. And I want to congratulate y'all on y'all 10 years of the read. Now, what people don't understand, they may think that, you know, it's simple as one, two, three. 10 years in the game is not easy at all. It is so many ups and downs and um, so many things behind the scenes that people don't know that you all may have endured. So this is a huge milestone for you two. And I want you to know that I am so appreciative of all the love and support that y'all have shown me over the years. Um, I feel like I'm a part of the read. Like, I love y'all. And I want y'all to continue to be great, walk in your purpose, um, you know, continue to be prayerful and allow it to be 10, 20 more years and more success in whatever you all want to do. Do it.
you know, everything that someone said couldn't happen or, you know, y'all wouldn't make it this long. Continue to keep going and strive for greatness. And again, I love y'all and congratulations again. Mm, it's Missy, baby. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Well, I guess that's the show. Wow. Missy fucking Elliot, man. I mean, my cheeks hurt. I cannot stop smiling. That is, she's an icon. It was, it was incredible to work with her and to, to be her guest at the VMA Vanguard that she was, you know, they had been playing on her top for so long. This nigga had turned, it was damn near a segment of when is MTV gonna do right by Missy Elliott, so. Um, thank you, Missy. Thank you to whoever reached out to her and got her to do that. Um, Wow, 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 wow. Okay, okay, all right. I'm... <laughs> How fucking cool. Like, this is really I'm my just, life. Honestly, like, I'm tapped into, like, middle school me who begged my mama to buy Missy So Addictive. And my mama saw, she saw the song, Dog and Heat, uh-uh, no, I'm not buying it. <laughs> like, she... <laughs> Like, I had to work my, like, ass off and buy my own CDs. I, I'm just like, I'm gagged. I'm so excited. Not only because of that, but also just like, I really haven't processed what this all means, the 10 years of it. I've just been talking to my home homegirl. Like, it's just been me and my friend talking shit and making fun of people. <laughs> For 10 years and you all have made it so like comfortable and easy and you've been so like understanding in all of our ups and downs and difficulties and struggles with just being human and and trying to do this at the same time so to like see y'all sticking it out with us over this time and then also people that we admire and love so much giving us like support is i i don't have like words for it i'm just grateful Thank you. Thank you all so much. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. Great. I mean, you know, just. So you ready for the last portion of the program? Of the show. <laughs> all right. So uh, it is time for the titular segment <laughs> of the show, The Read. Oh, man. Are you ready? Do you want to go ahead and yeah, get started? Yeah, let me just go ahead and talk about Christopher Maurice Brown again. Why don't we? Why don't we? So, I'm sure most of y'all know about Chloe and this decision to do a song with Chris Brown. I don't understand it. Honestly, I'm keeping the Bailey girls in prayer right now. I don't know what my nieces are going through. 
Oh, the you them. We gonna keep them lifted. But, um, so understandably, many of Chloe's fans were not pleased. And they said so over and over. And if you'll recall, last Sunday, Rihanna performed at the Super Bowl, which brought right. up that entire incident right. with Christopher Brown again to the, to the forefront. And so a lot of people have been talking about Chris Brown being a piece of shit and they don't understand why he's working. Even Keely Williams chimed in, child. Where in the spectacular hell does she come from? I don't know, but she be getting niggas together. She's like, I'm done breastfeeding today. I'm going to drag someone. <laughs> yeah, even Keely Williams said, um, kind of weird how he can't just make a song good enough to come back into the mainstream on his own. He has to jump on more talented black women and, and get his shine that way. And, you know, I'm disgusted, which... Listen, you don't have to like the messenger, but the bitch did not lie. Exactly. Listen. Did not lie. I don't care how many trains she had niggas run on her, how many threesomes she did. It do not matter. You post that train emoji all you want to. She didn't lie. I don't care about that weird song that she made whenever. I don't care about the cheetah. Oh, girl. yeah, the sexist. Thing. What you cannot do is, is deconstruct that message nope. and be like, this, oh, lies. Nope. Mm -mm. Right. It just so. was what it was. So Chris Brown reacted to Keely saying this, talking about how y'all need to get off his dick. Y'all mad at him for something that happened when he was 17 and he is now 33. He was 19. Oh, maybe he meant 17. Did he say 17 years he ago? He said 17. He was Okay, 19. my bad. Whatever. He said that shit and y'all need to get off his dick and can't none of you niggas take him down and all this rah, 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 very upset. And I feel like there are just a few things about this situation that Christopher Brown does not seem to understand completely. Number one, just because other people have done the same things that you have done doesn't mean it's right. So you deciding to post all these white people who have been accused of beating their spouses or their partners or sexual assault or talking about y'all niggas tune in every week to see Krishan and Blueface beat up on each other, but y'all mad at me. First of all, do you think those are the same niggas? Do you think those of us who are like, ugh, we don't want Chloe working with Chris Brown are also tuning in to watch whatever the fuck Krishan and Blueface are doing? Uh -huh, that dog won't hunt. Them circles do not overlap. We are two different sets of niggas. The weak that you got Blueface on Blue Ivy's internet saying some shit that is even adjacent to a fact is when you need to just check out. Check, gather all of your things, shopper, and just check out because it's not here. Like, it's not here. And that nigga can honestly strap himself to the nearest rocket and blast off. Like, him and her. Like, to be honest with you, because to be honest... One second. One second. For you to be on the internet trying to excuse yourself, yeah, that nigga ain't need to, to try and overlap your situation with his or whatever. But for you, Blueface, to be on the internet trying to like muddy down your own violent situations with this woman because you feel some type of way about him mentioning you is bitch made as you've always been. And for her to be in a background, Krishan, 
laughing as he's talking about it like he ain't black. He ain't got your motherfucking eye and cross your T's. Bitch, you don't need to be in anybody's space laughing while he, like, if anything, you should be listening to what everybody else is saying about him and your nigga. But you don't want to because you got three, four, five tattoos in his face on your neck. I'm over both of y'all, to be quite honest. You niggas should have been quiet from the giddy up because both of you are trash. Anyway, what were you saying? So, so first of all, just because white people do it doesn't mean you should also be able to do it. The point is that nobody should be beating up on or assaulting anybody else. You niggas want to be cracking so bad and I'm over it. Yes. I'm over it. You're not going to be the white man. The fact that you even want to fashion yourself after that is sick to me. Everything that we have in the foundation and the makeup of that we are as black people, and you still want to have the privileges that they, like, beat you over the motherfucking head with that don't make any sense, you bitches are sick and ugly. And did y'all see Blueface Mama chiming in talking about, well, actually, you, Chris Brown was his role model growing up, so maybe he need to apologize. Bitch, maybe you need to apologize. Chris Brown is a goddamn wreck, but he is not your son's father. Your son's you, girlfriend beat you up. It was your job to parent that nigga. To you. If Chris Brown was your son's role model, that tells me that you wasn't shit. I because don't why talk was to Chris you. Brown your son's role model? I don't what the fuck was you. you doing? I don't want to talk to you. Anyway. It is not as if the incident with Rihanna happened in 2009 and then Christopher Brown did a complete 180 and has been moving throughout this earth like one of the disciples of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. That didn't happen. Allow me to read a list of things Chris Brown has done since Grammy night 2009. First and foremost, went bad shit in his dressing room. At, I'm going to make it as quick as I can. Okay. But remember when he went crazy at Good Morning America because Robin Roberts asked him about that shit and was throwing chairs at the windows. He got in a fight at the club with Drake, violated parole, violated the restraining order Rihanna had against him, beat up Frank Ocean, beat up some niggas in D.C. with his bodyguard, smashed his own mama's car window in with a rock, got kicked out of rehab and sent back to jail, punched a photographer at the club, punched Karuchi and harassed her so much she got a fucking restraining order on and that nigga. And went on the Yonla. I'm sorry. Harassed Karuchi so bad she went to Iyanla's mammy titty for comfort. She should have been able to sue for that alone. Rock bottom. Got sued by another woman for sexual assault in 2018, accused of drugging and raping another woman in 2019, accused of hitting a woman in the back of her head at his house in 2021, and sued in January of last year for drugging and raping a woman. This is current. We're and not the UK girlies just said you wouldn't let no black girls into the function. It's not old shit that we're mad at. We're mad at the shit you continue to do. Yes, the thing you did to Rihanna was terrible, but it's not like you've learned and grown and gone to therapy and tried to be a better nigga. None of that happened. You've continued to be a dickhead out here. <laughs> out here being crazy and terrorizing the fucking public. And that brings me to my final point, which is that all of the people 
that Chris Brown posted on his Instagram story that day, they're still working. Emma Roberts and whoever the fuck else, every last one of those people is still working, just like Chris is. Chris has headlined eight tours, co-headlined some more. He's on tour right now. Put out eight goddamn albums since 2009, talking about cancel culture. You're not canceled because you're still making money. Nothing is stopping you from thriving. You just want for nobody to ever criticize you. You just want for nobody to ever say anything bad about you. But guess what, sweetie? That is not how the world works. Instagram comments are the only time Chris Brown ever has to face any kind of accountability for the shit he has done. That nigga gets arrested every six to eight weeks, and people don't even, we don't even talk about it no more when it happens, because the shit happens every, it's too goddamn common. You have never gotten your shit together. You've never decided to grow up and be a real nigga and stop spewing your hurt all over the goddamn place to take your fucking meds and stop drinking and sit down somewhere and worry about your goddamn self. You've never done that. So yes, people are going to talk about you online. And if you still get to tour and put out music and, and charge people $1,000 to do jail poses at these meet and greets and shit, then we can get on Instagram or Twitter or TikTok and be like, Chris Brown is an abusive piece of shit and I hate that he continues to be platformed. That is the least that you could do. It is the smallest possible price that you would have to pay. You don't get to be rich and famous and working and successful and never be criticized. It doesn't work like that. Her. What's not clicking, Chris? You're going to be talked about, period. Log off. Your problems exist in the phone and in the phone alone. Nobody in your real life is checking you on the shit you do. So live your goddamn life and stop Facts. bitching about it. You're making millions and millions of dollars every fucking year. Facts. You are not canceled. Ask Chrisette Michelle about being canceled. Hell, ask the baby about being canceled. You are not canceled. You are thriving, bitch nigga. I just don't understand these celebrities who you live, you have everything. You have everything. And you mad because niggas are talking bad about you on Instagram? Log off and go take a swim in your pool. Call a fucking therapist. Woo! I'm done. I'm done. I'm done with Chris Brown. Just Amen to that. A fucking idiot. Yeah, you're gonna get tagged in these TikToks, bitch. Christine. And that's all that's gonna happen. Christina. Girly. This is like five minutes. I thought it was like half an hour. It is. No, it can't be five. That's Who's is this? Mine it's like two this. minutes. Three. Anyway, girl, it's not even your song. How do we get into all of this, like, mayhem and shit like that? Like, keep your head. Keep your head low. Keep your mouth shut. Yeah. Period. You coming out here and trying to deflect the point of other people who beat people up, like, 
motherfuckers don't hate them too. I don't understand why what you thought was supposed to come out of this situation. Like I get it. Furthermore, you're not really doing much in the present day, like I think Crystal just pointed out, to combat the at views all. that people have at about all. you. You're it's not like you have gone out into into the streets and been uplifting and, and funding black women and black girls everywhere. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, oh, look at me. I'm in the club and I'm next to one dark-skinned girl. I love black... Like, fuck out of here. Like, nope. Like... He don't take a picture with dark-skinned girls unless they pay for it. He'll do it in a meet and greet. And just, that's it. Otherwise, don't he don't want bro. you nowhere near his VIP. I don't care. He like, don't even want y'all in the club. It's not even your song or your single to push or whatever, like, whatever. But, and, and, but then even off the heels of that, we have the Robert Glasper shit that she was doing. It's like, nigga, like, niggas can't even just have a good time with you without she's just, like, trying to figure out some way he does. to nig it up. Yep. He does this to... And I'll be somewhere it. not thinking about Chris Brown. You should honestly be grateful that not only do you still have the talent to glide across an arena stage, but that you still have, like, people that are willing to fight tooth and nail on your defense. Maybe at a water cooler in a job where it doesn't make much difference, but it's like at, this, at the end of the day, people are still willing to hit like to, to die on the hill that is Chris Brown. So you trying to go ahead and, and like stir up fights behind a Chloe Bailey song to me, which well, honestly, it was probably lots of label and other, you know, nameless, faceless people that put this collaboration together. Like, girl, just let the song come out. Where's you fighting people behind, besides your ego? People are going to not like you. That is true of everybody on the planet. I don't know why Chris Here's the should world be exempt. You, and to your point, the fact that you're still making money, working, touring, all of doing that. all the things that you can in the all face of, of people reasonably not liking you, right. and then you want to argue with the next person over how they feel about a song that's not yours, it doesn't make sense. It is, doesn't. Well, he is Chris Brown, so. Sense ain't on the menu. Never has been. <laughs> Amen. So I just wanted to have a quick conversation with two Toms. One, Tom Brady. I thought you said two tops. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are there two tops in the world know. these I, days? I haven't heard one yet. <laughs> when was the last time you saw two tops together? Is there one? Is there even one huh? living top? Not you brought your friend. <laughs> So Tom Brady was on his podcast, Let's Go, talking about Janet Jackson's performance back in what? 2004. Why? I could not pay you to find <laughs> out. Tom Brady has a podcast? <laughs> but in the midst of this, he said, quote, I think in the end, it was probably a good thing for the NFL because everyone got to talk about it. It was just more publicity and more publicity for halftime shows. I just want to say to Tom Brady or whichever one of his clones slash variants said this, because I still personally believe that Tom Brady has a lab that's cooking things up for him. But that's neither here nor there. I think that ultimately what you need to do is mind your own lily white business and get off of the queen's dick. You don't need to talk about what the fuck Janet Jackson was doing almost 
20 years ago at this point. What you need to do is figure out how the fuck it is that you're still functioning as an NFL player or whatever the fuck it is you claim to do when, bitch, you're 108 years old. So the fact that it is incredibly white and incredibly typical for you to take something that, of course, on the black side consisted of uh, beating down, berating, humiliating, destroying, and parading around in a way that was all ultimately embarrassing and being like, it was great for us. The fuck are you talking about? Why are you even talking about Janet Jackson at this point, bitch? That's why people got on your ass. I don't know who exactly it is. Who of you at your water coolers are like, you know what? I still check the blogs and I will drag a white bitch on this exact Wednesday if need be. But let me tell you tonight, bitch, I appreciate you. So rich. I appreciate you. I appreciate your effort in the fight against white foolishness. He didn't care if that broke. Who the fuck do you think that you are? A bitch like me? Bitch, you glad? You lucky if I even watch them motherfucking shit for you or your team, much less whatever the fuck you got going on. Janet Jackson coming to do pleasure principle, however, that's the tea, bitch. <laughs> Ooh. That's the actual goddamn tea. Her doing doesn't really matter. When's the last time you did a pot of beret on the wing of a goddamn airplane? Okay. When is the last time that you did the banquet bounce in the in the Serengeti alongside cheetahs and lions and ti and, and tigresses? And tigresses, not you, bitch. Tom Brady didn't do it. Janet, Jennifer. Olivia Jackson did. Shut up, please. So stupid. So stupid. And last... Last but not least. This one's a little obscure. Did y'all see Tommy from Love & Hip Hop Atlanta on, on TikTok. Did y'all see this? Tommy from Love & Hip Hop Atlanta was on TikTok and about 20 posts about some Tumnus looking nigga that came to her house with flowers in a balloon that was deflated on Valentine's Day and has apparently been stalking her. Now, the man in the video was clearly differently abled and also not within his right mind. And I'm noticing that while I, when I slammed my iPad on the table, I broke it. <laughs> like, listen. Darling, no, listen, at the end of the day, no, she's, I got, I got excited. Shattered. Rich, what's another iPad? It's my iPad, not my fucking kidney. Like, I'll be fine. 
Anyway, Tommy was on the internet with some nigga who came to her house with a deflated Valentine's Day balloon and some flowers or whatever that he got from Kroger. And so she was tight and she's like interviewing this nigga at the door talking about how'd you get my address, blah, blah, blah. Comes out that she has a friend named Tight who I guess does know this individual. And so she's like going on this long rant about how like she's gonna record it and she's on TikTok live or whatever live because niggas like to get her arrested. So she wants to know whatever and and trying to keep things clear. Now, initially this is creepy. This is weird. Who is this nigga? Why is he at your Airbnb? And why is he like know all about your shit? For whatever reason, she invites the nigga to come inside for more information. <laughs> Has a whole argument with homegirl about how, how do you know me? How do you know where I live? It, like, he allegedly sold his home to get money to get close to her or some shit. Has been like going around making friends with her friends to get close to her only to get to this house on Valentine's Day with some Kroger flowers and a bloom. Mama lets him in anyway and continues what? to argue with him on TikTok. And the whole thing ends in her, like, have Well, the end of what I saw anyway was him, like, washing her dishes and sweeping stuff. Like, her putting him to work. Why? Why would you invite a stranger into your home? A stranger that you claim to feel unsafe or uncomfortable around, right? It's, it's one thing, like, it's only so many moments I'm going to give you. You know what I mean? It's only so much I'm going to give you. When you start talking to this nigga about flipping over his card to get the information on the back of his debit card and his credit card, is like, at that point, you're trying to mean. You're, like you're, you're attempting to make viral moments to meme this situation mm, up okay. and, and like, I, I guess, promote whatever Zeus show it is that you want and <laughs> shit like that. And then have this nigga do chores around your Airbnb. He's weird. He's fucked up for whatever it is that he's been engaging in and trying to get close to you. Right. But you are also weird and yeah. fucked up yeah. for trying to make this a reality show via TikTok and have this person who's clearly not well do mm -hmm. chores around your Airbnb for people's kiki. Yeah. You strange bitch. Furthermore, you should have let that nigga come in and give you flowers for any fucking reason after you went and got that Maleficent shit done to your cheekbones. Uh <laughs> The fact that anybody wants to say happy Valentine's Day here with some chocolates. Yeah. I don't you playing games and you're playing with the wrong one. You should like, I, and I literally ask people like, you know, Tommy got 30 mug shots. Is it the fact that like she had, is she uncomfortable with the police rushing column? Is she like, does she have Probably like a history? Courts. Like there are so many things that you could have done Tommy. besides invite this person into your right. house exactly. for the key key for TikTok. Yeah. Like you playing games. You can get missing. He can get missing and all your friends can too. Cause I don't give a fuck about none of y'all. I don't, this is what I'm really struggling to understand as a woman, why you would let some stranger danger man who showed up at your door with roses into your home. TikTok live or not, niggas will murder you on TikTok live. That ain't gonna stop nobody. I would have never, 
It was one thing initially, and I'm like, wow, this is weird. Wow, this is scary. Bitch, but when what? you're, like, trying to, like, joke and yes, ham it up she's, and make memes out of it, it's like you're playing. Yeah. Like, you're playing, and this really isn't a game, and at the and same time, you're trying to act do. like it's not. Fuck out of here. Right. It's absolutely Nina, you've dealt with Tommy before. Where are you at? <laughs> I'm joking. I'm kidding. I'm joking. <sighs> Nina said, please, please, I still have to work. <laughs> well, I'm done. All right, well, in that case, I think that's going to wrap up the 10-year anniversary show of The Read. All right, uh, listen. I'm going to say this, and I'm going to go empty my bladder, because you can see me drink all this Casamigos up here. It's a wrap. The diva is done. Oh, you're leaving? You're really leaving? Was uh, the parking bag? That is Oh, Jay is that Jade? Oh, I'm sorry. Mickey. Sorry. <laughs> Never mind. I didn't see you from here at first. <laughs> it's okay. You can do what you want. Stupid. I want to say before we leave, first of all, I'm great. Oh, God, I have to pee. First of all, I'm so grateful to all of y'all, like I said, for sticking with us all this time, for telling friends about us, for listening to the podcast on your lunch break or your way to work or your way home from work, sharing it with people. I'm so so incredibly grateful for each and every single one of y'all. 10 years is crazy, like, especially for podcasts. But more than that, okay, well, I'll take that. If you think we the Beyonce a podcast, I'm not going to argue with you. I know when you were little girls, you dreamt of being in our world. <laughs> to you, Miss Crystal Jean. Oh, don't do this. <laughs> you know I'm going to. I am so grateful for you and for the friendship that we built long before this podcast, that we've maintained through the life of this podcast, the fact that you helped me get to New York, the fact that you agreed to do this ghetto shit with me in the first place, that you stuck with it even when it was difficult for you, that you like persevered and really the thing that I'm most excited about is how much you've highlighted and really like brought to life the beauty and talent and like light that you emanate as an individual that I've always seen, but that you've been able to share with people as we've been doing this whole thing. There is not a other heartbeat living bitch that I'd rather do this shit with. I'm so glad that we've been able to do this for, for as long as we've been doing it, and I'll do it for however long you want to do it. I and I love so you. Much. I just cannot believe the shit we have been through over the past 10 years. It's A lot. really fucking crazy. Um, shit that people will never know nothing about. And I just, I, I'm so honored to have been able to build something that turned in such a, like, look at this shit, nigga. Like, look at what we have done. It's really fucking crazy that we are here. And, you know, you are my little brother for life. I love you like no one else. And I'm just, I'm so blessed to know you. So thank you for having me with you as we do this shit together. Thanks you to all of you for supporting us for so long. That's the Read Live. We love y'all. Thank you so thank much you for coming. So much. We love y'all so much. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. 
But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Why are smart businesses graduating to NetSuite by Oracle? Because NetSuite eliminates the expense of multiple business systems by consolidating your operations together into one. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. NetSuite reduces IT costs because it lives in the cloud with no hardware required, so you can access it from anywhere. You cut the cost and headaches of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. Bringing all your major business processes into one platform improves efficiency, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math. You'll see how you'll profit with NetSuite, too. And now, by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Just go to netsuite.com slash podcast25 for more information. That's netsuite.com slash podcast25.